Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 261 of the Keep Moving Forward podcast with me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night, live on Facebook, live on Instagram over at Comic Anthony D. But as always, the podcast is available at anchor.fm slash KMF podcast, also available on iTunes. And while you're there, do not forget to five-star rate and review. I love reading reviews. I love sharing them on social media and bragging about the best podcast listeners out there. That is you guys. So definitely please five-star rate and review. And you could do that on any platform. We're on Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeart, five-star rate and review. Built Bar is coming out with a lot of good sales, a lot of new flavors. Check them out, BuiltBar.com. Use code WWBROPODCAST. Save yourself 10% off your order on the best-tasting protein bar out there right now. BuiltBar.com. Use code WWBRO10. Sail Away Coffee, the best nitro brew out there. Definitely check this out. Local Long Island company, so you know I got to get behind it. Um, but they ship all over the country. SailAwayCoffee.com. Use code WWBRO10. My buddy Ryan Marr just uh, sent over, wow, Missing Raw 30. No, I'm not missing Raw 30. I'm DVRing it. And any spoilers that come through, the people will be blocked. Blocked. That's it. So, Ryan, that includes you, uh, even though we've been friends for a very long time. Spoil anything, you're going to get blocked. All right. Um, I don't know if you guys uh, listen to Jim Brew's podcast or not, but you definitely should go look it up on YouTube or anywhere you listen to podcasts. My buddy John Ziegler and Brian McKenna were guests this week. Um. A really, really, really great episode. You know, it's 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 awesome seeing my friends, um, you know, doing great things. And I'm always here, happy to support them. And please go follow John Ziegler on Instagram over at John Ziegler Comedy. You can click the link on his bio. It takes you to his comedy special, John Ziegler Getting My Affairs in Order. Definitely check it out. And if you want to come see John Ziegler and Brian McKenna live along with me and Dan Barry... You could see that Saturday, February 4th, if you're on Long Island and the Belmore, uh, the Belmore Fire Department, DM me for ticket info. It's going to be an awesome show. Uh, so Long Island. I don't do many Long Island shows. And if you want to see me on Long Island, that's where I'm going to be Saturday, February 4th, the Belmore Fire Department. DM me for ticket info. All right, everybody. How was everybody's week? You guys had a good week? I know um, I can't hear you. Through. I'm like Mr. Rogers. So tell me, how was everything this week? Uh, was it a good week, bad week? Do you, do you, does anybody do assessments on their week, like sit back and reflect and, you know, make some changes of what's coming up into the new week? Uh, if you're a sports fan like me, a lot of sports this week. Um, bad sports week for me, uh, if you like the teams that I like. Uh, the Islanders, not good this week. Uh, they're winning right now, one nothing uh, over the Maple Leafs. Uh, the Giants got slammed by the hated Eagles, the rival, but the Cowboys did lose, so that kind of takes some of this thing off of it. As a Giants fan, um, I could not have, uh, you know, the Cowboys and the Eagles playing for the, the NFC Championship. I couldn't watch that game. I mean, now I got to root for the Niners, which I hate. I'm not a 49ers fan at all, but it's the lesser of two evils. I will root for the 49ers over the the Philadelphia Eagles any day of the week. Um, 
So and I love this time of year, the football playoffs. It's awesome. You know, um, just ties into, you know, we had a great weekend. You know, my, my dad's birthday was on Friday. So happy birthday, pop. Uh, even though I, I told him in person, but saying on the podcast. Uh, so we celebrated on Saturday. My cousin and her husband came over my brother's house and we had dinner and we watched the the football game. So up until the Giants played, it was a good night. And I watched some of the other games too. Uh, it was great to see, you know, the, the other games. Jacksonville played great, even though they lost to KC. And um, Joe Burrow, man, Joe Burrow and the Bengals putting a hurting on the Bills. I like Joe Burrow. Uh, I just, I like his confidence. You know, they asked him last week how long he thought his window would be open to win. And he said, my whole career. And that's that's the confidence that you got to have just in life, you know. When does this window close? It doesn't. As long as I'm playing, I'm going to win. Uh, somebody asked me, why do I hate Philly? I'm a New York Giants fan. I don't hate the city of Philadelphia. I love performing in Philly. I like going to Philly. I like going to Geno's, get a cheesesteak. I do not like the Philadelphia Eagles um, and the Philadelphia Flyers. Those two teams, I do not, I cannot stand. So uh, that is my hatred for, for those teams. But as far as the city of Philly and the people in it, uh, they're okay by me. Because most of them hate the Mets. So I, I could, I could, I could jive with anybody who has that much hatred for the Mets. So uh, you know, we just disagree on football and hockey. Um, and fun. I just a little. We're getting off topic here, but when I was a kid, I used to call the the Phillies the Phillips. I was reading off my baseball cards, and I said the Philadelphia Phillips. And my cousin Joe does not let me forget about it to this day. When we talk baseball and we're talking teams, he still says the Phillips. So, little, uh, I digress. We'll, we'll get back on track here. We're talking about the celebration, my dad's birthday. We had dinner. Uh, so we we have birthdays in the, in our family. I've talked about it before. We do the birthday oily, which is uh, macaroni with garlic and oil. And um, I did not have the macaroni with garlic and oil. I just had the plain pasta with some chicken because um, of what's going on with my, my acid reflux and my gallbladder. I didn't want to aggravate anything. So... Um, I just had some plain macaroni and chicken on the side. It was still good. You know, anytime you eat macaroni, it's a good thing. My nephew Rocco, uh, he's funny. He goes, he said, Uncle Cheese is not having it because he's on a diet. And then he asked me, he goes, why are you always on a diet? You know, first thing, these kids don't miss anything. They really don't miss anything. And I don't know what to say to him. You know, I, I just... Tell him because I want to lose weight because I had to go into the whole thing with him. Um, I just said because I am. I just I want to change some things. And you know he's right in the sense that the last two years, what I've been doing, I've been dieting, not changing my lifestyle, my habits, or my mindset. I've just been dieting. You know I, I haven't been doing what I should be. My mindset has been that of a diet and not making the lifestyle changes I need to make. You know, when I think of the word diet, I think of something temporary. 
I think it's something that's going to be over soon. You know, you diet to fit into something you want to wear to a wedding or you want to look good on the beach or you, you want to um, just drop a couple of pounds. That's to me, that's a diet. And what I'm looking for is something permanent. I want something to be in my life that's permanent. You know, for me, a diet allows you to stop and for bad habits to come back in. Diet is something we can always start tomorrow. You know, something that we push off to tomorrow. And I feel that when you make, you know, the right changes up in your head, in your mind, when that mindset changes, it becomes a daily routine. And it becomes a part of your day and just a part of your life that you brush off days that aren't perfect. Because there's always going to be those days where you go off track a little bit. You know, you you eat a little much, too much at a party or a holiday comes around, but you brush it off because your mind is right back to where it's got to be the next day. And when you think about tomorrow, there's not going to be a question what the plan is because you never left the plan. The plan's always been in place. And that's to me the difference with like a diet and and a, and a lifestyle change and a mindset change. And, you know, that kind of happened, you know, to me a little bit this weekend. So Sunday, um, we were watching the games again and my brother made some chicken wings. He baked them. Um, they were breaded. My sister-in-law made a little stromboli. We just had like, it was kind of like a picky plate kind of dinner thing where it was like a lot of um, like, you know, food that you'd watch a game to. And yeah, I felt it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the after effects of that from the acid reflux and, and what's going on with my gallbladder. So, you know, but I, I guess I was just trying to, to see to, to, you know, cause it's been like almost a month and uh, yeah, today my stomach has not been the best. So I know, I know my limits and I know where I, the lane I got to stay into, but here's the thing too. Like even with that being said, that was the only meal yesterday that I really went, I, I guess, you know, I say off track, but, and then, you know, Monday, it's not a question. We jump right back into it. Because we never deviated from that plan. Like even last night, you know, I made the adult decision. I'll, I'll do that every once in a while. So I, I didn't go to Matadors uh, Saturday because we were hanging out at my brother's. And usually Sunday night, I don't go down all the time, but I was thinking like, you know what, I'll go out and watch the, the night game. Um, but after dinner, we were sitting around watching... You know, the, the other game came on and, you know, my nephews were playing this fishing game and they were like, kind of like just sitting around me. One my, Rocco was sitting over here on like, my shoulder. Lucas was sitting over here and we're playing the games. We're, we're comparing fish we're catching and I don't want to leave. I'm like, no, this is, this is the good stuff. You know, that's that's the stuff that you want to hold on to when they're going to be like, you know, too cool for school. They don't care that their uncle's over. There he is now that Lucas wants to hang out down in the basement. You know, playing his video games on the remote, talking to his friends. He wants to go to his friend's house. So, like, these things, 
You know, they, they, they don't last long. I mean, I remember myself as a teenager. You know, that, that age, you know, he's going to be, he's nine years old. He's going to be 10 this year. You know, these are the start years where, you know, you, they kind of become more individual and they want to do what they want to do. You know, to, to them, it's not a big deal that their uncle's overwatching the game. And I, I get it, you know, because I remember like, you know, even we were growing up on Sundays, my grandmother would cook every Sunday at three o'clock. We don't want to be home at three o'clock. We want to be out with our friends. But now looking back, there's no other place I wanted to be. And I wish, you know, I could still have that now. And that's what I hope that they look back and like, you know, Uncle Cheese was there and, you know, he hung out and played some games. And those are the good memories they have. This is silly things like that. Um, so, yeah, so I'm sitting there play, hanging out with them. Um, my niece was, you know, there too. And I just didn't want to go. And I just, I so I didn't go down to Matador. I made the decision then just to pick up my target order. I was going to pick it up tonight on the way home from work. But no, nah, I left at my, my brother's house about 9 o'clock, picked up my target order, came home, got all my food ready for today. And uh, started the day with success because I didn't have to think about what I'm having for breakfast. What am I having for lunch? What am I having for snacks? Everything was packed and ready to go. And to me, that's, that is the biggest change I need to make in doing this. And I talked about it last week at my WW workshop, you know, when they were saying like, what's, what's changing? I said, well, for me, it's having a game plan and making that change that, you know, I'm not going to get up in the morning and just throw something together to eat and go. I'm going to track the night before, make sure everything's laid out, ready to go. Because I feel like I got a head start on the day and to achieving the success I want to achieve for the day. That when I came home today, I just I made my dinner. I um, I made a huge turkey meatloaf. I'll be eating meatloaf the rest of the week. I bought three pounds of ninety three percent lean ground turkey. And I use it all to make a meatloaf. I made a huge meatloaf. I air fried it. it. It's delicious. But that's what I'm eating this week. We're going to have different kinds of meatloaf. Um, not really different kinds. It's one kind. But um, that's kind of like my meal prep for the week. And I'm okay with that because I have stuff for, for lunch. I have stuff for dinners. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a game plan. I don't have to wonder and I have to worry about getting off track because I'm, I'm taking that option out of the equation. You know, it's the same thing, you know, when we take stands in life and, and we talk about like, you know, how we want to uh, approach things, you know, when you talk about your journey and you talk about what you want and then you talk about mindset versus diet, you know, to me, this is everything. The head, what you, what you fix up in your, your mind is everything. And you could equate that to, to real life. You know, when you have, when you take, you take a stand in life, you know, when you have toxic people or situations that you want out of your life because it's not good for you. You don't take the stand of like, 
Ah, I'll start. I'll do it tomorrow. No, you want that gone. You take those steps. You know, I did the same thing with people and situations that I did with my weight loss journey. I would dip back into the situation thinking that it would be different, but of course it wasn't. And I expected results that were not going to happen. And I had the same thing with, you know, the last two years of dieting and not really doing this. I had expectations that were not, that were not going to be met because I wasn't taking the steps to get it done. You know, changing is the hardest thing to do. Think about any goal you're going to approach. Changing is the hardest thing, really changing. It goes against everything, every fiber in our being to change our ways, to change things we become accustomed to that we've, that we almost depend upon. It's a, it's a part of us. Crazy to say, you know, as crazy as to say, food is a part of me. It has a deeper meaning than just like it's time to fuel the body. To me, food is a celebration. It's comforting. It makes, you know, it's a Band-Aid. Uh, it makes painful situations better. And that is something I have to deal with with it. I'm jealous of people that could look at food as just fuel. And that's it. Like, they don't care how it really tastes. Um, They don't, you know, it's not a thing to them. It's not an event. And I don't want it to be that way either. I want to find a happy medium where I am fueling my body to get results that I want, but I'm also enjoying it and I'm not bored. Because I know if I get bored, it's going to, snap back again. So that's why changing is so hard. We may want to change things, but like I said, our head will always bring us back to old habits. And that's what they preach. If you go to, you know, to, to Weight Watcher meetings, any really, anything I've been a part of, even outside of WW. Mindset and getting your head right have been the biggest things. It's, you know, the longer I do this, I realize that it's not so much what we put in our mouths as to what we put in our heads. You know, I could change the food very easily, and I have. But what I put up here in my, my, my head, you know, you, you fill it with negative self-talk. Um, you beat yourself up. You tell yourself you can't do it. And this is not just, like I said, with weight loss, it's with life. I had a long conversation. You know, I mentioned John Ziegler at the beginning of the podcast. We talked two hours tonight about a project he's working on. And you, you guys all know the history with John, what he went through, uh, what he's going through, um, you know, battling cancer and everything like that. And he said, like, death is a great motivator. You know, you always think you have tomorrow. And we were just talking about 
appreciating things. When we talk about like when we started doing comedy together and coming up, how motivated we were. You know, we started as open micers, as we didn't know what we were doing. You know, I, I signed up as an open, open micer at Governor's. Um, it was just, it pushed me. And we, and we said to each other, you know, he said to me, how, how, what, what age did you realize you want to do comedy? And I said, you know what? I was eight years old. I, I remember it exactly. I always wanted to make people laugh. But at eight years old, there was a talent show at my camp. And I said to the counselors, I think I've told the story on here a few times before, but anybody who's new hasn't heard it. I said to the counselors, I want to tell jokes. And they were like, nah, we got a better idea. We're going to take you and the other little fat kids and we're going to make you lip sync the fat boys remake of the twist. And you're going to dance around. Um, I wish that ha- and I wish I was a kid now. I could have sued them and been a millionaire. Um, but also I'm the same thing. I've never, I've never killed as hard as I did that. They were, I looked at, they were belly. They were like, it was like deaf comedy jam. They were falling over each other, laughing at us anyway. <laughs> but you know, it was at that young age. I knew I wanted to do comedy. I remember watching comedy specials with my parents. You know, we would watch like Eddie Murphy and uh, Bob Nelson, Robert Klein. I mean, think about any of the big comics in the eighties that had HBO specials, my parents would watch them. And if I was lucky enough, I got to sit there and watch it with them. And I remember like my parents laughing, my mother laughing. And I was looking at her. I'm like, Oh my God, I wish I could just do that one day to make somebody laugh like that from what I said. So fast forward. He, you know, John asked me, when did I really make that decision? So after my mom passed away, about a year or so afterwards, I was I was thinking about it more and more. And I'm like, you know what? Life is so short. And I just brutally and painfully learned that lesson. And I'm going to give it a go. And I fussed around with it a little bit. And my ex-fiance, uh, the one good thing that came from this relationship is that she pushed me to do comedy. Like she went out and got me a book and a pen and was like, no, write your jokes. And she made me call and sign up for that open mic. So, you know, the one, the one really good thing that came from that relationship, it was that. And I do believe that people bring you along certain ways and, you know, drop you off where you got to go and you move forward. Um, and we talked about, that was the first night we met. The first night I did comedy was the first night I met John. And we were like instant friends. And we've been friends ever since. It's coming on 13 years. And we just were talking about like, you know, it's crazy like the different stages of it. And I hope to have John on soon. And we'll, we'll talk about this more in depth. But like distressing about, you know, getting past at a club and then getting your avails and which is, you know, your, your dates. We used to, we used to say the diner every, at the beginning of every month, like waiting for our, our veils to come back our, our, our dates, our shows. And we were like, that's it. We're done. We, you know, we're not doing a good job. We're not going to, you know, not going to get more shows. And then you get your shows. And, and then we were hosting and then featuring and headlining these clubs. And, you know, we, we came up together. 
and people we started with are now famous. And, you know, it, it's, it's, it's crazy. We talked about all this tonight and it, it really was like, I look back at that and like, you know what, how I was with comedy was that I was determined and I, I wanted it. And I never went at something like that in my life. You know, for, for 10 years, that's all it was for me was comedy. It was morning, you know, morning, noon, night. Um, every decision I made. And I never, never did that in my life with anything that, that hard. And, and I, I'm, what I got from the conversation tonight was to take that mindset that I had, that there was no, there's no plan B. There was no other option, which there should have been because didn't really work out the way I wanted it to. Um, but I got to put that towards my my goals, my health goals. You know, I was lucky this week. I I got the results of my blood work. I had a full full blood work done. A1C is good. Cholesterol is good. Organ functions are good. I got a very good report. That my doctor, when he was reading this off, kind of sounded surprised. And I get it because, you know, a guy my size walks into a doctor's office. You know, the first thing they think of is diabetes, cholesterol, all this stuff. And, you know, I, I look back to when I was 29 or 30. Um, maybe 28, 29. I did a post about this on Instagram. I had to get a physical for a job or something. I forget what it was. And they did blood work. And when I went back to get the results, you know, I had high blood pressure. My blood pressure was higher than they wanted. I was pre-diabetic. The the doctor told me, and I remember telling my fiance at the time, and she was not happy. She was like nervous because here we are about to start a life together and, and I'm not well. And, I, you know, and I wish I could say that that was the shot in the ass I needed at that time to really go and do something about it, but it wasn't. Didn't come for a little while longer. I really didn't start losing weight again as an adult until my brother was going to get married a year before, and he wanted to lose some weight before the wedding. And he said to me, he goes, listen, he goes, I'm going to go to Weight Watchers on Monday, and I'm going to ask you to go with me. And if you say no, I'm going to beat you with a wiffle ball bat because it's going to sting. And, uh, for that next year, I lost 110 pounds. I, you know, and on and off it was again, but it wasn't really until 2017 that I started this journey. And I can't help but think that, that what I've been doing these last, I don't know, almost six years have helped get that down. I know the last two years have been I apologize for the, you know, the cursing, but a shit show. But it's also getting that report is also helping my mindset that, hey, we want to keep this. And the way to do that is to, you know, be healthy and put good stuff into your body. And, you know, beating yourself up and being upset because you're not eating Donuts and cake-like things 
you know, that's to me that's just that's childish. I had a piece of birthday cake Saturday night. Maybe it wasn't the best thing, but that and what I ate, you know, but it's okay to indulge. It's not okay to go overboard and lose focus. And that's what I, I'm still learning. It's all about it's all about the mindset. Get your mind right and everything else will follow. So that's what I'm that's what I'm thankful for, you know, going going into you know, forward with this almost a month into this whole, you know, rebrand of the journey, so to speak, lack of a better term. The twenty eighth it'll be exactly a month since I, I got sick and I went to the ER. And overall, I, f- I feel really good. I feel more energized. I mean, someone actually said last week on the podcast that I seemed like I had more energy. I feel it. I'm not sluggish. I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, tired. I'm putting good stuff in, and my body is thanking me for it. So the plan is just like we named the podcast. We keep moving forward, right? With that being said, I want to thank everybody who joined us on Instagram Live over at Comic Anthony D and everybody watching on Facebook Live and everybody listening at home on your podcast listening devices. Thank you so much. This has been episode 261 of the Keep Moving Forward podcast. As always, the podcast is available at anchor.fm slash KMF podcast also available on iTunes and while you're there five star rate and review I love reading reviews I love sharing on social media and bragging about the best podcast listeners out there that's you guys we are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single Something to Believe my best friend Nick wrote this song check it out on iTunes and while you're there he's got a new band Demon Scar dropping new music like crazy and Long Island this Saturday, the 28th, they're going to be at Mr. Beery's and Beth Page. Go check out the show, demonscar.bandcamp.com. Long Island, only one place to go for your deli needs. The playoffs and Super Bowl Sunday, that's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show and then get yourself an Uncle Cheese, the best sandwich out there. Not because I said so, because it really is that good. Check them out, finsdeli.com. Once again, thank you all for tuning in. Appreciate the support. Couldn't do it without you guys. Have an awesome week. I'll talk to you later.